Welcome to Hot Laps, brought to you by Heat Shield Products. Race testing. Hey, welcome back to Hot Laps, lap number 27. Uh, this is becoming a race here, so, uh, you know, we're getting a few of these under yeah. our belt. We're hoping that you're enjoying them. Uh, I'm just going to introduce myself. It's Chris. I work here at Heat Shield. To my right. This is my right. Bob. <laughs> Bob. Saget. Hey, Bob. How, Bob Saget. How are you today? Great. Across from me. I'm Shane. Hey, Shane. How are you? Good. We haven't done this in a while, uh, so let's uh, let's just throw some stuff out. We're we're waiting for. I'm not sure if he's a hurricane victim or survivor at this point, but Patrick's going to be calling in. Um, maybe. maybe. Yeah. We might maybe. be done by the time he his does computer it. may be flooded out. I don't know what be. what the thought is there, but uh, today I'm just going to rifle some topics at each other and let's just discuss them. But before we begin, I looked up something in automotive history for this week. And I know Steve's going to get excited, but uh, November 11th, we're filming this on the 13th, but November 11th, 1978. Oh, God. You know what that means? What? Tomorrow is Saturday the 14th. Oh, gosh. Yeah, great movie. That is. <laughs> so pr- the production team started to film Dukes of Hazard, and the first oh, thing that they yes. did, the first thing they did on November uh, 11th, 1978, I was mm-hmm. five. They filmed the jump, the generally jumping over Roscoe's patrol car, which ended up being the opening yeah. credits of the thing. See, that thing started in 78? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I remember. Incredible Hulk at 8 o'clock, and then Duke's Hazard at 9 o'clock. I, I don't, I mean, I, I guess I always just assumed yeah. 80s, oh, okay. but... Shane's going to grab the door. Uh-oh. But, yeah, uh, y- well... You're assuming that because it went from 1978 is when they started filming, but officially it was 1979 to 1985. It was a run. Wow, that's cool, dude. And I got to go to the Dukes of Hazard Museum uh, a couple of months ago, which was freaking awesome. Yeah, that, I mean, that's why I thought you'd like it. But so anyway, I grabbed a couple of other like tidbits on this because we all are kind of into the Dukes. Doesn't that just make you want to yeah. uh, run some shine right now and listen to some Waylon James? Oh, yeah. yeah, so it was a 69... Charger that they used. Yep. They put con- a couple of different years, but yeah, yeah. Most, it was supposed to be a six. Right. Yeah. So, so they put concrete in most of the trunks of those when they jump, so it wouldn't flip. I yeah. mean, I, stunts have gone oh, gotten yeah. a lot better now, but I mean, this stuff was killer. The question I want to pose to everybody is: Do you know how many cars they actually crashed? Oh, I think it was hundreds. Well, what's uh, your what's your guess? I, I, I'm going to uh, say like 130. <clears throat> okay. Uh, I don't know, three hundred and sixty-two. Are we wow. okay? We can do a Price Is Right list. Like you can't go over. Yeah, well, Close, we, closest to the number. Yeah, yeah. we'll just do closest. Closest to the yeah. number without going. over. How many marbles in this jar? You know what's crazy is Patrick would know this on the dot. He probably would. Probably but, would. So what did you guys, Shane? Three sixty. Three sixty-two. Okay, well you're over, Steve. You're under quite a bit. They said they estimated because they didn't really keep track of it. Two hundred and fifty to three hundred and fifty cars were destroyed during. Wow. Okay, the, now. Are we talking Destroyed. Gen- General Lees or General cars? Lees? General wow, Lees. Wow, that many. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I what's, that, what's that guy? Um, the Mopar guy uh, on the uh, 
graveyard graveyard cars oh yeah he's probably shedding a tear over all that isn't he yeah not really it's been good for his business he can charge more there's fewer oh yeah cars. yeah that's true so according <laughs> to what, so according to what i read it was mm-hmm. they use a 68 and a 69 charger mm-hmm. they destroyed destroyed an estimated 250 to 350 cars they wow, stopped keeping track that's of incredible. it which ends up being basically a car per episode oh wow wow so in 1969, Dodge made 85,000 of those chargers. Uh-huh. But how many cop cars did they get destroyed? Yeah, they, that, that had to be like, yeah, they, those sure. are getting littered I'm all sure the that's time. higher. Yeah, we, yeah. we could talk about that. Because those things never made, well, maybe never making a jump. Because, you know, the Duke boys made a jump. And, yeah, and they always TV. went short. Yeah. yeah. Well, anybody that knew anything about cars, when you saw the front end of that thing come down and just totally collapse, you could see the, like chips, you could see dude. it bend in half. Yeah, remember, remember watching well. chips too yeah, with yeah. The, the the ramps on the trucks on the freeway. Yes. Like if you if you yeah. watch it close, you can see yeah, it. Yeah, you can see it. But so wow, dude, it's I know seventy nine is when it first started airing. That's crazy. I didn't know that. So in two thousand and six, they actually found Lee One, which was the original, mm-hmm. in an Atlanta uh, junkyard. It's been mm-hmm. had been sitting there for twenty like three years wow somebody restored it Mm -hmm. and it sold in 2012 at barrett jackson for 121,000. oh i bet it's worth a lot more than that today well that's what i was going to ask you because you know being around sema and having cars coming in and out of our booth and you know what's gone into those 120 grand to restore it seems like super cheap well okay so a couple things it's not. I'm. I doubt it was done to sh- show car. I mean. I mean. Maybe it was maybe you know, movie car but, quality. But, right. yeah. but you said what? Twenty twelve. Yeah, twenty twelve. Okay, so I mean, it didn't. Before all these regulations, new paints. I mean, paint jobs didn't cost. You know. I mean, mm-hmm. your labor right. rate was. Way think about how much cheaper a house was back then. You know what yeah. I mean? So everything goes up in cost. But I just thought. I mean. It went for auction at 2021. I'm assuming the guy didn't want to lose any money. Mm-hmm. so Yeah, but he probably had no reserve on it. Maybe. Who, whoever got that scored, because that's like a you know automotive history. Yeah. Well, I, wonder if it, I wonder if it's in that museum in Tennessee. No, I don't no? think so. They, it, 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 it didn't say it was number one. They, just, <clears> they <throat> had a – I don't even know if it was used in the show. Hmm. But they had the Cooters tow truck, because it was a Cooter museum. Right. You know? Okay. Um. But that was cool, right next to the Willie Nelson Museum. What was that? Someone turned off. Not it me. Might be me. You got right. a red light in front, or your little screen, your little LED screen on? No, I don't have any lights. You're off. That's cool. Just turn care. it back on. What did it say back there? Uh, I think I got a memory disc. Bob Saget. Bummer. Well, here just, I, we'll just I, use I got a, a card. Just use I, a stock a photo. Now, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll <laughs> All right, so we're gonna make a pit stop here while we swap out a memory card. It's interesting when you start talking about Dukes of Hazard, though, and it's not like it is now, where you could record the show. Yeah. yeah it was kind of cool. You actually had to know what time it was on. And then, of course, I think I probably watched reruns because in 85, I was only like 12 or 13. I'm not sure if I even knew how to use this stupid TV, but... Uh, yeah, I thought that was so. That was back when we only had twelve channels. I, I, dude, I just remember at my dad's Napa store before Heat Shield even existed. Um, like up in Valley Center, that was a big, big deal to watch the show, and everybody come in and talk to him about nice. it about the show, oh, yeah. that kind of a thing. And 
somebody even one day like graffitied the the drop box where they put the parts like where the napa deliveries come in at night uh-huh. and somebody put in their duke's territory like graffitied this his night box and man was he pissed about <laughs> I'm it i'm sure but, he was <laughs> but somebody had even done that so mm. it was pretty interesting yeah that's, that's awesome. crazy you almost done there shane almost there we go cool that's cool dude so november 11th is when they started that's freaking awesome in Georgia too, right? That's where they filmed most of it. Was in Georgia. Yeah, it was uh, actually in a. Uh, it was on a college campus. That's where they can get enough space, apparently. But. Hmm. I remember them. I mean, they jumped a ton of things, like through the Bridges, swamps and yeah, all that kinds of stuff. Jolly. You know, and that's weird for like California, like like guys like us that are born and raised here. But yeah. you go into other parts of the country, the South. You know where your mom's from, Pennsylvania, yeah. and everything. Dude, there's rivers, creeks. Oh yeah. I mean, what what we call a a lake is a pond to them. Exactly. What we call a river is a is a, a creek or yeah, a, a creek. Yeah, a creek or crick. a brook. You know, yeah. so um, it's it's weird. It's cool to see all that out there, like in that show, because like for us out here, it's so foreign. Right. You know, um, because we just I mean, we've never had water. It's an irrigated <clears throat> desert here in San Diego. Yeah. So. You're right. It is. Always has been. Always will be. <laughs> so anyway, a little bit of Duke boy history. I That's know awesome. You dude. Guys I'm totally stoked it. on that, man. Uh, second topic. Does anybody really give a damn? It's Friday the 13th. Nah. No, I only care about Saturday the 14th. Mm-hmm. I really don't. Saturday. Care. Why is it Saturday the 14th? Just because it's just a movie? funny movie. You never saw that Saturday movie. The I know the movie. I just, it's just funny. Saturday the 14th. Yeah. But so. In your life, you've never been superstitious about anything. You don't have any no, superstitions. No, I don't care, no, no. Don't care about it's in God's that. hands. Yeah. Well, it's like oh, man, a, bl- a black cat crossed my path. Shit, yeah. I guess I wasn't going fast enough to run the f-ing thing over. Yeah. Heard my French. Beat Be- that out. Yeah. Let's yeah. Beat that out of me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, let me ask cats. you this though. <laughs> I hate cats. Do you have yeah. superstitions when it comes to cars? No. No. Not Saint, at all. Saint Christopher. Saint Christopher metal. I don't need That's anything it. else. Yeah. The only thing I would have superstitious about is like back in the Pete Carroll era of a USC football oh, game. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, maybe I got to yeah. sit a certain way or drink a certain adult beverage while I'm watching the game. Yell a certain at, quantity. Yeah, but right now with Gomer yeah. Pyle as a head coach, I I don't even care. <laughs> yeah. Yell at a certain US UCLA fan. Oh yeah, I do that all the time. I still do that. I don't yeah. care. That a boy. Uh, so let's kind of turn this one into a little bit of work topic here I'm not trying to bore everybody high up in the hills of westwood sprawled all offensive to the sky <laughs> lies a cal extension campus known as westwood hi 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 i'll stop it there because it gets, gets naughty after that wow <laughs> uh i got a real naughty version of the michigan song too taught to me by notre dame fans so uh, that's great so we're getting into fire season oh wait hang on i shouldn't say that since we live in a matchstick state aren't we kind of out <laughs> Not really. You, okay, the, you mean no, no, no. He's talking fireplace. Yeah. Oh, fireplace. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm like, yeah, what? Fireplace. You didn't finish yeah. his thought. I thought Newsom was done burning this place down. No. <laughs> so, we make a couple of really cool uh, heat shields that don't have to deal with cars yep. that you mm-hmm. uh, kind of came up with. But can you run us through Mantleflex Shield and the Fireflex Shield and give us kind of why people should be looking at these things uh, as? Okay, things so get cold and start to heat up. Things get cold and fireplaces have changed a whole lot, right? Like, uh, uh, especially 
living in an area where the houses get smaller or somebody's adding in a fireplace or they're making a change. So a lot of right. times a sound bar or a TV goes above a fireplace. And, I mean, they generate heat themselves. Yeah, I notice that's kind of a trend. People put the TV above the fireplace. <coughs> yeah, because I mean, they've gotten so darn big. Going, too. Yeah, and it's, yeah. well, and flat. That's the thing is they're flat now. Remember, yeah. Yeah. like when you watch a Dukes of Hazard, guess what? You weren't yeah, putting that thing above the yeah. fireplace, you know. Yeah, you're, yeah, not at all. But, but now they're flat and light, so they go up there, and then people put a sound bar up there, too, occasionally. And, it, you know, they generate heat, so keeping heat away from them. Yeah. So, you, you know, fireplace heat goes most of the heat actually goes up through the chimney. Right. Um, but, you know, it does go out, radiate outward and, and upward. Yep. And, the, I mean, that's the idea, mm-hmm. right, behind a fireplace is to fill the room. Um, and that's just kind of it. Like, uh, one day we had somebody saying, you know, I've got this really expensive mantle. What can I do? I'm really worried because it's too close. Sure. You know, a lot of times when you're just doing construction, it's just stuff is just the way it is. You well, know? I, yeah. I, I tend to think, you know, we do a lot of, function over like looks here Mm -hmm. because that's interesting Mm -hmm. i think in that market or business people do looks without even thinking about function like they're putting sure right something super yeah so they gotta oh my god i gotta figure it out now right i need that you know yeah fifteen hundred dollar mantle because it looks good and then they're not really thinking that they could end up just destroying it but the tv Mm. thing is the one yeah the tv prices have come down but I can't imagine that a, a bunch of heat is really good for that. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, like, no. so I, I've been outside, yeah. right, in the summertime watching a football game or whatever, and my outdoor TV will overheat and it says it's shutting down. Mm, so a lot of yeah. them will do that. They'll just tell you, like, hey, it's, <clears throat> I'm, I'm bugging out. It's yeah. getting too hot, so I just shut shut the system down. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's really that's what it is, protection, you know, to protect whatever you have right there. And like you said, I mean – it's uh, it's kind of like once something's welded on a car. Sometimes once it's all together, it's kind of yeah. hard to go back in and, and redo it. So le- house is the same way, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, and too at the end of the day, it's it's pretty easy to apply. I mean, if you're... oh yeah, super. Yeah, that's a nice thing. Is it's super easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like that, and we sell a lot more of the mantle flex shields than yes. anything. But I'm telling you right now that fire, the fire flex, the one that goes on the fireplace, right? Cannot believe what a big difference that things makes. It's it's funny. I like I had the idea. And, I mean, we tested it at my house for a couple of years, and my wife just kept telling me how, like, man, that thing really works, that thing really works, that thing really works. And then you get someone else to try it. In fact, one of the, the old rep agency, one of the guys from Bob Cookies, and he's like, dude, that thing kicks butt. And it's a little challenging. I guess it's not as popular because it is, it's expensive compared to a mantle right. shield. Mm-hmm. But if you compare it to one of those blower inserts – it's a fraction of the cost. Right, absolutely. And it throws out a ton of heat. And the thing is, like, I've had that, the the one I've had in there now, I've had it for three seasons, and we actually do, like, I we use you fires at my use, house. Yeah, you and do use that. And even though it's gotten kind of gummed <laughs> up, like, with the carbon and stuff from the from the fire, it still works great. Yeah. Which surprised me, because I thought the reflectivity would change a little bit as mm-hmm. it was built up. And I, I'm, I'm assuming it has, but it's still highly functional. So basically, it's taking the heat that's going up your chimney, yeah, up yours, or and, or to the back and redirecting yeah, it out it, to the exactly. front. Exactly, yeah. that the stuff that would be going back into the wall, into the fire bricks, and re-diverting the heat. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure you're getting it going up the chimney too, but you're still not losing all that heat going back, and yeah. it's coming back forward. 
Um, and so people, a lot of, like, I got a friend that's got an ugly, like, his fire bricks are just worn out. Okay. And he just dropped one of those in there, and, it, you know, it's kind of an, a way to make an ugly fireplace improve the looks of it. Yeah. And, I mean, it's just super easy. You just clean out the fireplace, you unfold these arms, and slide it in, and away you go. Mm-hmm. And on the Fireflick shield, it's a stainless steel, right? Stainless steel, mm-hmm. yeah, 321. So it's Yeah, so you could just clean it with some oven cleaner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, I mean, I haven't done that yet. I haven't even had to. Mm-hmm. Again, we live in Southern California, but heck, at 50 degrees is cold to us, so we yeah. throw a fire in there, you know? Yeah, well, our blood is somewhat warm. Yeah. Because I'm freezing right now, and it's like 50. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm cool. in a t-shirt. So a couple of things <laughs> that you can easily do to improve your life during the yeah, fire ho- holiday season. You know, yeah, yeah. Hot winter, you know, that kind of thing. Um, kind of a cool, obscure gift idea, too, for somebody, you yeah. know, they... You can get them something that maybe helps them out a little bit, and it's a present. So yeah. it's a win-win, you know? Yeah. Win-win. All right. Uh, closer to home, as we live in Southern California, I didn't know if you guys heard or not, but Meyer Manx was sold after like 56 years in business. Hmm. Bruce Meyer was 94. Dude, he's, I... he's still out. He's still here. Doesn't He lives in Fallbrook. Or? Well, he well he lived in Valley Center Valley for a long. Center. And you know it's crazy. That guy used to eat at that Papa Bears. Oh wow, and he's still alive. Uh, yeah, to ninety four years old. You know what? Maybe Damn. maybe he is like built up an immunity to everything because he ate there. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe eating uh, there helped him live this long. That could be it, dude. Yeah, he's got like, the secret. I a little bit of the poison every day helps I, I, build up your exactly. your tolerance. I, I think that's what it was. It's like he was drinking a, a little mm. bit of antifreeze every day. Yeah, wow. Because he was in there like every day. Wow. Again, the only reason I know is right next door to the, the old yeah. Napa store. And yeah. Dude, you know, I mean, it was crazy. Like, I don't know how anybody could, you know, we tried to. That's a good place to go if you want to go on the cleansing diet. Well, I just can't tell you how many times I've seen somebody <laughs> come out of that place, turn around the corner and just throw up. Oh, yeah. God. Jeez. All right, we're getting off the beaten path. But so Meyer Manx is sold. Uh, they sold it to a company that's going to be actually headquartered out of Oceanside. Mm-hmm. Uh, their idea was to keep the kind of the coolness of those buggies, but try to make it safer. And so that kind of the question I was going to pose to you is: They make it safer, or what's by? I wonder if they're going to do that. I wonder if they're. Gonna I don't make, know. I wonder if they're going to make the bodies still, or if they're going to buy them from Factory Five because that's who was making them for them. Yeah. Oh, wow. You would see his trucks come into, like, in Valley Center. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you could just see him, Factory 5, dropping off uh, bodies for him. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, they're talking about still using a VW chassis. I was going to say, yeah, still that pan. They're going right, to, right? apparently, but, yeah. I mean, it's not like those things are the safest things in the world. They were all open with one roll not, bar. Not, not well, only that, they've gotten super expensive, so you can't. I mean, it's it's at a point now where is it worth it to destroy a bug? Right. Or yeah, are you better off destroying the bugs? Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're, they're going way up in value. Yeah. Be, yeah, that would be a great question for Wilkie because I know he, you know, he Mr. loves bug, those. Yeah. yeah, he's Mr. Bug. But, yeah, I was just tripping because I was like, oh, they sold it, and they want to keep it kind of the way it is. Mm. But how do you do that in a safe way? I mean, I don't yeah. know. You have, like, a legacy model and then a new one. Yeah. That's that's the way to do it. Yeah, there you go. Uh, last last topic, the Hummer EV Edition One is a hundred and thirteen thousand dollars. So it's basically an electric Hummer. <laughs> 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 but 
But uh, I, I was just trying to get your take on, is there a market for that? Yeah, and if you're a hipster. Yeah. No, dude, that's beyond well, $113,000? <laughs> dude, you know what? I was having this conversation with uh, Steve up at Villa Badgers up in Ramona yesterday, and, we, and he, he he's making a bunch of stuff for uh, Shelby American and Revology. Oh, nice. Okay. So people are buying reproduction, like 66, 65 Mustangs, 67, whatever, and they're spending like 200, 230 grand on right. for a mm-hmm. brand new car. This carbon fiber uh, body Shelby oh, Eleanor yeah. car is three hundred grand. I heard you. Is that just for the so body or the whole car? The car. Oh, wow. But but, I mean, you know, there That's probably is a market. You know what that you know what that Hummer is appealing to is probably the California techie guy that wants to be tough. Yeah. Yeah. But he's from california so he wants to have the electric vehicle and i mean that's where they're going to sell them all mm-hmm. is in california base I'm not, I'm not saying they won't sell them in other states and there aren't yeah they'll mostly be out here for sure it'll mostly be out here but, i mean i, I mean I, I don't know i can't understand how the housing prices keep going up here like who, right. like obviously i'm doing the wrong thing because i can't afford to yeah every everybody's a millionaire out here but apparently yeah. i mean they they can come in and drop 800 900 mm-hmm. grand on a 1900 square foot house with a quarter of maybe they're getting government I mean, subsidies i don't know that we're not getting <laughs> i don't know who knows it's i just it's, I, just, I, it's just nuts i mean they are going to come down in price after like i don't know 2023 but mm. is it a faux pas for an off-road vehicle to be electric i, I just well i mean just the range. a lot of torque at low speed 300, but 350 plus miles they said well that's on a good day though if you're not flogging it can you just I, imagine driving it California style, okay, so hundred mile range. Here's the thing about that though: off road, I fully expect that thing to be great because it has all of its torque yeah. immediately. It does have a lot of torque. So, like for crawling and that type of stuff, that would be freaking awesome, mm. right? Yeah. Um, that's where like an electric Jeep or an electric Bronco would be badass. But if you're gonna try to go on a real long ride, and, and you know that that's miles. The problem with when you're crawling is. You're, using a lot you're of not really, you're not really going, you might be going, you might burn up one mile of, of fuel and mm. you're going 30 feet. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Because you're going up and you know, down. And there's a, and there's a company called Rivian that already made an electric truck. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, that was expensive. Ford's got an electric F-150, yeah. the Cybertruck. I mean, yeah, that, that one's coming of, out. I was going to throw that on the table, but I, nah. I just, yeah. I, I don't th- I think, I mean, to me, the Cybertruck is uglier than sin, but. Yeah, you know, I mean, some people like the Pontiac Aztec, and yeah, still do. So yeah. I, you know, I just think like you, you know, off-road vehicles, you know, you drive around, then you come back, refuel them. But mm-hmm. I guess you're right; it's kind of an image deal. Yeah, and maybe it's like those well, mall crawler jeeps; yeah. they'll never see the dirt. Well, well I, I, just, I, I yeah, there's gonna be a lot of those electric trucks stuck out on a trail somewhere. They're gonna have to get towed home by somebody with a gas or diesel. Shane, yeah. we could go into yeah. business towing them out. Yeah. Yeah. Should, we should open a lithium I, I, mine. I, I would say we could take the Bronco and tow them out, but that thing doesn't get good gas mileage. <laughs> well, you could tow them back to the trailer. I mean, it's more than capable. Towed down there. It's yeah. more, it's more right. than capable of getting out there. It just, yeah. it just doesn't get good fuel mileage. All right. So are you guys pro this or? No. I, I don't really like electric Me vehicles either. in general uh, for a couple reasons. Uh, you know, one thing that's really going to be interesting is think of an electric car as like a giant cell phone absolutely okay it's mm-hmm. great when it's new mm-hmm. thing gets a year old 
all of a sudden, because they're lithium-ion batteries, that's what yeah. we're using of those, the, the, they you, lose their yeah. charge. They sure. cannot go to max capacity. Mm. So then you've got, you know, they're all over. It's interesting how the government is all over you to recycle, like, your regular little alkaline batteries. Oh, you know, right. they, they want you to recycle your phone. What about those cars? That's a big A battery. Yeah. So for all you environmentalists out there that are pushing electric vehicles, what are they going to do to recycle those lithium ion, those massive lithium ion batteries? Well, they that and they totally overlook the manufacturer of those batteries. Yeah, I mean, it's so. I I, I just think until the battery technology is something where it's better, I just I mm. just I'm not a I'm not a buyer on a electric mm. car. I, I wouldn't do it. I mean, um, if I had to have a long commute and that, like I got a friend that goes down to San Diego every day. And so the Tesla's perfect for him because it's only 30 miles. He's not mm -hmm. going to, he's not driving the thing out to Vegas, you know, and it has an autopilot. So good for him. I mean, I, I would, I would say, yeah, for him, that's cool. For mm -hmm. me, I don't have to have that kind of commute. So I definitely, I definitely wouldn't do it. You know, and all this nonsense, there's mm -hmm. uh you know, Elon Musk is supposed to be doing something with some depleted nuclear material. Are you kidding me? You think the government is going to let yeah. somebody have depleted nuclear material in their battery cruising around? Yeah. I mean, it's going to be like this San Onofre nonsense all over. Right. It's just whatever. Yeah. It's just, I hear you. It's, it's just until the battery technology. It's, it's like the solar panels in the house. Yeah, they're awesome during the day. But at night, guess what? Nothing. You're, you're screwed. Yeah. yeah or you it's know? cloudy or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, that's just my take. You got time for a couple of tech questions? Sure. All right, let's do a couple of things. Mm -hmm. I got to uh, go find some Santa's little helper, man. I oh, know. Yeah. And I thought I scored for you. I got Costco. a Costco trip coming soon. I'll yeah. check. Well, be careful. Okay, so you got to get the green label. The red label. Oh, there's two? Oh, well, I bought some, and it's the red label. And it's not great, but I'd rather have the green. Oh, the regular, so green? Plain old. Okay. I don't want the co coffee <coughs> Need green light. The one at, the yeah. straight up beer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the one at Costco is a variety pack. It does have yeah. 12 oh, of those. I was able to buy singles I, last I, time. Yeah, it's the yeah. Bomber, the 22-inch mm -hmm. Bomber Didn't with the it, green yeah. label. That's the one. Okay, green. Yeah. Okay, let's go tech Tech. Questions. I was going to say. Tech time. We should go find some Santa Helper and do another podcast. Tech time. I, yeah, I need to send some to uh, Finnegan. He always likes it if you send him one or two bottles of that at oh, yeah. Christmas time. All right, so this dude's got a – his name's Steve. Oh, no. God help him. I'll pray for you, Steve. 55 Chevy sedan. Uh, he, he's starting to go through it, but the uh, the OE firewall, I guess, pad or shield on mm. the inside is totally like, crumbling, and mm. I can feel him because that it's comet – I mean, Probably made out of asbestos too. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, no, not then. It's oh, this is that cottony jute stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Uh, but he's looking for something that's self-sticking that he could put on the inside of the car to keep the heat down. So on yes. the inside. I, I remember, I, I think I helped this guy yesterday. He didn't like the answer. But the reality is there's no good stick-on adhesive for... Right. For the inside. Right. He, he for was, heat. Yeah. For heat. Yeah. So he, he had some Dynamat stuff, and I'm like, well, just use some... So basically, the product you want to use is the Stealth Shield. That's, yeah. that's the one to use. We don't sell it with adhesive backing because that's a bigger pain in the butt to peel off than it is on the sticky shield. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I try to give people straight answers. I, I'm yeah. not going to tell you what you want to hear. And I know he was going to just look for an alternate solution. But really, honestly, that that's like the only product that will work on the inside. 
The cool thing is you can go to any auto parts store, get some 3M super trim yeah. adhesive, super 77. Super easy. It's about seven ninety nine. Whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> Cut it to fit, spray it on there. We're going to start doing application specific. That material sticks great on that spray adhesive. Dude, it does. It works, and it yeah. works awesome. I yeah. mean, and there's nothing better than the sticky shield. Mm-hmm. That, I'm, I'm sorry, than the, the stealth shield, shield yeah. for the inside. Well, yeah. there's nothing better than sticky shield. Uh, I agree. But, but, you that, know, but that's outside, yeah. Well, this is like, <clears throat> it goes back to the whole mantle and the fireplace accessories. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of guys just build their car. Oh, my God, my shoes are melting. Yeah. Right? But it's yeah. a fully custom car. They got this really nice interior. They don't want to tear it all apart. Man, that sticky shield. Just pull up the carpet, lay the stuff in there, drop stealth it shield. in. Yeah. Stealth, stealth shield. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, man, I'm stuck on sticky. Mm-hmm. Stuck on beer. Yeah, stealth. Yeah. yeah. So stealth shield on the interior, and uh, That's this the stuff is the great. Yeah. It, it works. It just works amazing. If you watch a couple of videos, yeah, they, they go to the product page. Shane does a. Oh, that was on the mat. Was that the stealth shield mat that you did that video where your hand and the torch and that kind of thing? Probably. I, one of those. Face, yeah. No, he lays his face down on. Oh it. yeah, that's right. That's on. YouTube. Yeah, on that hot yeah. plate. Yeah, that's. I mean, that just. It just. Mm-hmm. It's a great product, man. It just works awesome. Captain mm-hmm. Danger over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Al is asking about protecting his clutch cables. I think this is the same talking when you're talking about, you know, build the car and then I apparently, you know, pray. So he's got a clutch cable and it's, uh, he's got good space. So one to two inches away. Yeah. One to two inches. So I, I really like the, uh, hot rod sleeve for any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Problem with the clutch cable is a lot of times those fittings on the ends Mm -hmm. are so big that you can't stretch and get it around. So depending on where it is, so if it's down below, but you got some good airflow, Thermoflex sleeve works great, or the lava tube if you don't have a lot of great airflow. Mm-hmm. Very good. Last one right here is from Murray. Uh, how difficult is it to install your products? I do a little things on my hot Which rod. Which ones? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I do. He gets to it. Okay. I do a few things on the on my hot rod, but mainly a mechanic works on it. Oh, there goes mine. Hi. Correct. And uh, so, let's see. Let's start over on that. So, how hard is it to install your products? And he works on the hot rod, but just a little bit. Mainly a mechanic does it. But he wants to shield his spark plug boots and the cold air intake. And he's asking, what skill level do you have to be to accomplish these upgrades? Spark plug boots are easy. Yeah. I mean, that the hardest part of that is, <laughs> do you have the reach, you know? Yeah. I just remember um, I had a 77 F-150 with a Cleveland motor in it. And, my Lord, that number eight spark plug, you know, I I, I don't know. I mean, this is when I was young and flexible right. and I could get into stuff. And, man, that thing was a bear. So it really depends on your mm. access to it, you know. Um, but that's super easy. Yeah. And then the cold air intake, pretty easy. You know, yeah. it, uh, uh, that new kit we're going to have, we're going to definitely recommend where you yank the airbox and yank the tube. But sometimes, mm-hmm. some cases, depending on the vehicle, you might be able to just get away with putting it on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially on that intake tube. The airbox is usually, you got to yank it out of there. But that's yeah. usually not that. It's way more intimidating than it looks. Yeah. You know? I mean, I think there's a lot of people out there that have these cool cars, but they may not work on them, and that's fine. It's yeah. Just, but skill level, uh, I you know, people yeah, that, are intimidated. You just got to dive in low. there and check it pretty out. Pretty low skill I, level I, for I, that. I would say an hour. Like, so if you were thinking, yeah. okay, look, I'm going to buy this, but what's my what's going to cost me to go to a, a shop and get it done? Yeah. yeah. I would say whatever they're going to charge you for an hour's worth of labor, 
add that to the cost of the kit and then you can decide like hey okay yeah it's worth it for me to pay somebody else to do it mm -hmm. if you don't feel confident with it or not but nothing we have is i would say more than that an hour except maybe no. like like if difficulty you're remove, level yeah one or two yeah if you're yeah. gonna remove headers and put something on then yeah that's a little bit different sure. right but mm -hmm. um well, a lot of this stuff especially like that the the like stealth shield just laying it under your car so easy mm -hmm. if, yeah. if, especially if you don't have to yank out your seats to get the carpet up oh man god that's mm -hmm. that's a no-brainer yeah so if you're out there you have questions about that you know hit us up as well but you know again the skill level doesn't you don't need to be a mechanic to, no. to do most of our stuff is super probably easy. Yeah. 98 percent of everything i, I would have. say the, the hardest things would be uh wrapping headers you know putting armor on headers and that mm -hmm. type of thing and then maybe the IM shield, just depending on the intake, like how much garbage mm. you got to take yeah, on you gotta, off. Yeah. But the actual install part is easy. It's getting the getting component that, off. The, yeah. Yeah. And, the, and the patience to put it on yeah. right. And read mm. the instructions. Yes, please. Please, yeah. yes. please read the instructions. Yes. Yeah, we take a lot of time on those. Yeah. That's all I got. That's it. And uh, thanks for listening. And uh, be very worried about tomorrow, Saturday the 14th. Yeah. Saturday the 14th. And watch the movie if you've never watched it. Yeah. But, uh, Anyway, thanks for listening, watching, and uh, throw a comment in the bottom or send yeah, us a question. Yeah, like us, give us some feedback. Good, good review is very helpful. Yeah. What do bad, you want to? What do you want to hear? Bad, what? Yeah. Don't you want to hear? Yeah. Yeah. Bad review. Just make sure you tell us why, so we can improve it. Yeah, we like all feedback. Yeah. Right on. All right. God bless America. From everyone at Heat Shield Products, we thank you for listening to Hot Laps. Leave that review. Subscribe. Tell a friend. And most of all, stay cool. We'll see you next time, right here on Hot Laps.